Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Like a million bucks, bucks. Got things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be? But Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I got a tweet the other day from a young dude named Cortez. Uh, I can't remember his Twitter handle, but it's Cortez something. And he tweeted me and he said, uh, uh, when Steve Harvey used to get to preaching, I used to just turn the radio off. And then he said something to the fact that, uh, but now it's different. He said, old dude be bringing it. He be bringing the truth. I appreciate that. That's what he said. Well, Cortez, if you out there listening this morning, I appreciate you too, man. Because, see, I understand what it is. I used to. You know, man, when I was younger, man, when I when I wanted to do what I wanted to do, man, I just, man, I didn't want to hear nothing else. I, I, I didn't want to hear nothing that contradicted what I wanted to do. You know, so it's a funny thing, man, about me, man. I was, I would hear the truth. I would know it to be the truth, but because I had another plan, another mission, another goal, another set of dues I wanted to get done, I didn't want to hear that. You know, so funny thing, man, is like, <laughs> it's like when I was a little boy and I used to get scared sometime at night, you know, the booger man. So I thought that if I just pulled the blanket up over my head, that that meant that the, if I can't see the booger man, he can't see me. That's the theory. That's an ostrich, you know, sticking his head in the sand thinking, wow, if I don't see this dude, he can't see me. A lot of ostriches done died with their head stuck in the sand. I just didn't want to be one of them people that left this world with my head in the sand. And so, uh, you know, he he kind of fostered that thought in my mind this morning. So I want to send a shout out to my man on Twitter, Cortez, whatever. It's, I think I'm going to look his real name up. Hold on. While I'm uh, piddling through this, trying to find it so I can get his real Twitter handle and give him some love. But uh, I just wanted to say, man, this morning that uh, <sighs> quit talking about change. Y'all listening? Because cause, cause this is real right here. Quit talking about change and let's make a change. You know, man, I don't I don't mind giving people advice. I, I really, I really, really don't because so many people along the way have handed it to me freely, man. Some people just saw me doing wrong and say, young man, come here, let me talk to you for a minute. Some people say, hey, bro, look, man, I, I know what you're trying to do, but man, it wouldn't. Have you thought about it this way? So I've had a lot of favor in my life, a lot of grace been shown on me, a lot of mercy, a lot of people that came to me, helped me along the way. So I don't have no problem with this part of what, what, I'm, what I'm obligated to do in the mornings. But let's quit talking about change, y'all, and let's make a change. See, change is growth. And ain't no growth without change. You got people, man, you ever met a person that's just insistent on doing it their way? I mean, nobody in the building think they should go that way, but they so boneheaded. Oh, this is how I'm going to do it. But, bro, listen to me, man. That ain't how it's done. You're going to run into this, this, this. I'll show you. Wait a minute, man. You, you, you can't do it that way, man. Listen to me. Change is growth. And ain't no growth without change. It cannot happen. If you are sick and tired of where you are, then you have to change. 
Change can only come from within. Can't nobody make you change. Now, we got a penal system in place that can make you sit down if you don't want to change. We'll sit you down and we'll restrict your movement and your communication to the point where if you want to continue this foolishness, we're going to put you in this building with a whole lot of people that's foolishness. And y'all just trick each other all day long. But if you are sick and tired of your situation, you've got to change, man. And listen to me, y'all. How do you bring about change, Steve? How do you change, man, when you done thought of everything? Well, hold up, man. Pray for it. Pray for change. Ask God to help you change. Ask God what he want for you instead of always telling God what you want. It's an interesting prayer to have with God. When you quit going to God with your list and check in with God and see what his list is, that's a very interesting prayer. If, if you're a praying person, I suggest you try that sometime. It's so interesting, man. Do you know what it did for me when I started asking God what he wanted for me instead of telling God all the time? I still tell him what I want, but I, I, instead of all the time going to him with what I want, you know what it did for me? It freed me up. It took a lot of pressure off. I no longer had to think of everything. And what I was thinking of a lot of times wasn't working no way. And when I opened myself up to what he wanted, to what his will was, man, do you know how much simpler my life got? And do you know how much bigger it got? I'm trying to tell you, man, if you pray for change and you allow God to help you with the change, or if you let God just produce the change, the change in you is, will be amazing. If you've been listening to me, out, especially out in L.A., since I was on the radio since 2000, can't you hear the change? <laughs> I'm flat out telling you that a change has come. But I had to pray for the change because I couldn't make the change on my own. And then after you pray for the change, you got to work towards your change. You know, there's faith without works is dead. Everybody wants something from God, always want to talk to God about something. But then, man, ain't, 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 don't, don't want to do nothing about it. Faith without works is dead. You can't do it that way, man. It just does not happen. So, so after you done prayed to God about it, what you got to do then is you got to turn around and go, hey, man, all right, now, what is it I got to do? You know, you got to do something to bring it about. So after you pray for it, work for it and do something today about it. Stop procrastinating. Don't procrastinate, folks. The change can start today. Man, I want to change. How about today? You know, then you see the same people, man, I want to change. That's next week. How about today? I see people years later, man, I'm still in this same old situation, man. I'm going to do something. How about today? Today is a good day. There's nothing stopping you from changing today. Nothing except you. You can begin the process of change immediately. And change is growth, y'all. And ain't no growth without changing. It's a simple thing. And I'm talking to you in broad strokes because everybody got something about them they need to change. That's why I'm not specifically talking about anything. I got some things in me that need to change so I can grow further. Everybody has something about them that they need to change in order to grow further and then go further. Now, what's stopping you is you won't start the change today. Don't hesitate. Make that change. And then I want you to watch something. When you change, watch the difference in you. 
Notice the difference in you. Feel the difference in you. And guess what? You're going to be different. If you're watching for the change, if you're feeling the change, then guess what? You're going to be different, man. Watch for the difference. Feel the difference. You'll be different. If you're sick and tired of your situation, folks, you can change that. But the change is in you. It's a simple decision you have to make. I'm going to change. The change is up to you. You can decide today if you want to change, you want to be different. If you're sitting behind the wall, I love speaking to the brothers and sisters behind the wall. If you're behind the wall, man, and you're sick and tired of being behind the wall, man, why don't you change? You ever thought about that? Change. Man, if I get back out there, I'm going to just do the same thing. Stop saying that. Stop breathing that negativity into your life. Decide today that you want to change. You can do it. Everybody can change. If you don't know how to change, pray for it, man. Ask God to help you with the change. Oh, you get some movement then, partner. You get a whole lot of movement then. All right? Let's ride. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, 21 minutes after that, welcome to the ride, y'all. Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is Steve Harvey, the leader of the fun bunch, ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, leader of the fun bunch. Carla Pharrell. Hey, good morning. Let's have some fun. Junior. Morning, up. Fool number one. Dog. Fool number one A. I don't feel like having fun today. Pretty much what was happening back over there too. So I don't want that coming. I just want to be miserable. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Bitter man. Bitter man is here. Oh, he's back. (laughs) He's back. Well, sir. What? Talk to me. Thursday, baby. You good? Yeah, I'm behind. Oh, yeah, I know you're behind. Okay. <laughs> What's wrong? What's going on, man? I know you ain't. Behind. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Just got a lot going on in my life. That's all. Well, nothing's changed that? on that. You you're always blessed. have a lot. You're yeah. highly blessed. Always have a lot going blessed. on. Man, favored. Blessing highly favored. Favored. That's good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank him. So, yeah. Shirley, how you feeling today, darling? I feel good, love. How are you? Girl, I'm so happy to have you back. It's wonderful. I never left. <laughs> Been here all the time. Oh. Mm-hmm. Did, they, did they make up? Yeah, they did. I didn't I know so. they were beefing. No, I, th- nobody, I think we just no. went to sleep. And, and nobody was There was no beef. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we I'm not really you, sure. you trying to start one, nephew? No. Oh, that's no, what you're no, trying no, to no. do. You no, here I'm for not. it? Oh, what's up, little man? I'm not trying to do that at all. Okay. Just checking. Because, you know, Shirley got snapbacks. <laughs> I think we all do on this show. Yeah, this is I snapback. I think that's clear. Yeah. yeah. Clap back. What I like about it. Mm-hmm. Call it back. You could be the joke in this show. Call it back, snap back, clap back. Mm-hmm. Any back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Snappy comebacks. Talk mm-hmm. back. Fat back. Fat back. That's one thing back. my father didn't allow Talking back? Well, he didn't he didn't do back and forth. He told us that. We don't do back and forth in here. We just do forth. <laughs> nobody talk back to me. All this just forth. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> you did talk back. It always ended up with a hand on you sometimes. Yeah, man. man. My father had them thick hands. Man, hard work, coal miner, construction worker hands was heavy, hard. Man. 
I and they could hear it no matter hear. where you were in the house. They could hear it. They could hear it. I believe. I that. heard that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. My daddy backhanded me one time. I, I thought he had drop kicked me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know I had said it out loud. I was you talking to my old You're alive? You're still alive? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what we got going on? What's uh, 30 something funny today, guys? Oh. All right, Roscoe Wallace is in the building. Roscoe in the house, <laughs> But Roscoe. right now it's time for uh, Junior's Truth Be Told. That's what we're going to talk about. Oh, do I have one mm-hmm. for y'all? Oh, really? Truth Be Told and Roscoe. Yeah. Together. All right. Uh-huh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for something funny. Roscoe Wallace is in the building, but right now it's time for Junior's Truth Be Told. Junior, what you got this morning for us? I'm going to be honest with y'all. Hmm. What? I'm just going to be honest. Say it. What? And I don't mean no harm, but I'm 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 sick of hanging with Uncle Steve. I'm sick. Can't do it no more. I can't do it no more. I'm not well, built for bowling. I'm not conditioned for it. <laughs> don't say something happened. No, uh, no, Shirley. See, it, uh, Uncle Steve let me fly back on the private jet. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I don't yeah. have no money. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You can't take me off a regular airline and throw me right in the private. <laughs> baby steps. Baby yeah, I need baby steps. I mean, golly. <laughs> Crawl before you walk. I mean, I just, just ain't nobody gonna ask us no questions. We just supposed to get on. <laughs> what kind of questions? <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, the, anything, you know, they ain't searches. No, you know, do you have a laptop? You know, ain't none of that. <laughs> you don't have to take your shoes off or anything? No, sure. You ain't got to take your shoes off. You just get on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And look, the pilot don't stay just in 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 the uh, cockpit. He come out and actually talk to you. Really <laughs> nice guy. Name was Larry. Really, he's got a wife and two kids. He's a really nice dude. Uh, I just I just can't ball like this no you more. Can't man. ball like I, that I'm no more. Threw you into something. You can't ball up no more like that. I can't it do it. Man. it it's really it it really throws you into something. Your head. You can't focus. Because I'm used to my peanuts, you know, I get my little, little I have bag, to fight with nobody over bag. that elbow. So what'd you eat? We had food. What do you mean we eat? We <laughs> ate. <laughs> what'd you eat? You're balling, dude. You're well, like, what? Steak, steak what? and salads and, and gold silverware and oh. napkins just laid across your lap. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what there you mean? You we, we ate. Eat is what you do. <laughs> You can't go back. You can't go back. We ate Mm. on private jets. (laughs) I'm top tell there. I can't go back to a regular airline. That's all I'm saying. It's gonna be very hard to get me back. Oh, you're going back though. Oh, you're going back. I'm gonna be fighting the whole time. Going back. Yeah. Yeah. This only plan y'all got. Where's Uncle Steve at? (laughs) (laughs) You have a laptop. Take it out of your bag now. Yeah. Put your hands over your head. Hold it for three seconds. All that type stuff. I'm. Well, I can't do that. First class. <laughs> that ain't the point, Carl. This is way yeah. above first class. Yeah, it's still ain't the same. <laughs> well, I was just trying to get I a close back to that light. Why the hell is it you, Junior? That's all I heard, Roscoe. I just heard it already. I was just in the back of the old. I was just over there laughing. <laughs> you fly private before? Hell yeah. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Cadillacs and Jets. That's what I do, baby. <laughs> when I ain't in my Cadillac, Fleetwood, I'm on a jet. 
Rath. My main man, you little slow day, you all right, baby? Yeah, what's I'm all right, delay? man. Taking it easy. All right, cool. We're going, hey, hey, new dude, Jay. Jay, Jay, right. Hey, I like that, man. Didn't you write a song called Cadillacs and Jets? You wrote that, didn't you? Hell yeah, Cadillacs and Jets and the old heart. And then I gave that, I went on and gave it to Elton John. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then oh. he went on and called it Benny and the Jets. I said, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Just send me my check. <laughs> Benny, Benny. Benny. <laughs> Been in the jail. It, it was Cadillacs first, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Cadillacs. Huh? It was Cadillacs first, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Cadillacs. Cadillacs. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, it's Cadillacs. You know, it was Cadillacs and Jets. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? Hey, hey, uh, hey Shirley, what's going on, baby? Hey, Roscoe. Good morning. How you doing? Everything good, baby. Show mission sometimes. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I just wonder about you sometimes. I just want to make sure you're all right. Everything, you good. imagine everything's I'm, still good. I'm good, yes. Because the moment it ain't, mm-hmm. you just need to holler at your boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I scoop you up like ice cream, girl. <laughs> Thank you at Baskin Robin. <laughs> you still have the curl, right? Huh? You still have that curl, right? The hell would I give up my curl for? <laughs> well, I bought 15 cases of Castafree before it went out of style. <laughs> What's going on, Carly? Little hater girl. What's going on, baby? Stay free for women. Be quiet. He meant carefree. Oh, carefree okay. girl. Hey, Roscoe. Carefree, stay free. Hey, hey, Tommy, you ain't got no hands. What is you in this for? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Hey, Roscoe, I'm just in here listening to you lie, talking about you wrote Benny and the Jets. I know you don't think, baby. You, 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 you one of the people, you the reason I came up with that old saying. What? What's that? You one of the people don't, don't, you one of the people don't believe fat meat greasy. <laughs> so you came up with oh, that, you too. So you just lying. Do you know who came up with it, Carl? No, I don't. Absolutely. You know why? Because I never told it to you to just now. <laughs> now you know. Anyway. See, you just don't like getting fresh information from an old player. What y'all talking about? What's going on? Well, you know, um, yeah, we're just talking about everything. But yesterday, I don't know if you know, it was Prince's, um, it would have been his 59th yeah, birthday. Yeah, man, that would have been Prince's mm-hmm. 59th birthday. Yeah. yeah. Did you know Prince? Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, I knew Prince. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. personally, we all know him, but did you know him? I knew him pretty shit. I had a picture with him. I used to take him for walks, though. You have a picture with him? You have a picture? I take pictures of him. I used to take him for walks, though. You used to take what? Prince? I used to take him for walks. The hell you can't hear? You used to take Prince for walks? For walks. He was a baby. Oh. I knew his daddy. (laughs) Oh, you knew his dad. Oh, what was his dad's name? King. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. That makes sense. Well, well, had a brother yeah. named Earl. Had no uh-huh. brother named Duke. <laughs> Duke over. And, 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 and a younger brother named Squire. I knew all of them, whole damn family. Squire. Oh man. Cause his uncle was Duke. Duke Ellington. Mm. I knew Duke. I used to play. I made all. I did, I did a couple of ranges for. Howdy, 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 howdy. I wrote that for Cal Callaway. Oh, oh, did you now? Oh, yeah. Wow. Hell yeah. You've been around, no, Roscoe. You didn't, y'all. No. No. Stop. Stop <laughs> believing this. Benny the most. He's been around. I love his story. Carla? You didn't write that. <laughs> 
All right, coming up next, it's the nephews run that prank back right after this jam. I'm be back here before we run the prank back, too. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, 43 minutes out there. I'm just going to do this for Steve right quick on get something off my chair. Miss Ann coming up top of the aisle, I got new. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. That's, that's right. right. Nude everything, all that right there. Tommy gonna come back and prank for. I love Tommy boy. That boy sure can prank on people. Yeah, <laughs> boy, he yeah. prank on people. He prank on people. They be so damn mad. Prank <laughs> prank I be my hell. Oh, that boy good. Prank boy. of people. That boy <laughs> prank <laughs> of people, man. <laughs> prank of people. That the people be so damn mad. I be laughing so hard, man. We eight day Tommy. We got all your tapes. Mm-hmm. What they call now? I had them downloaded. Oh, okay. what you know about that, Roscoe? Mm-hmm. My niece mm-hmm. found them on the internet. On the what? <laughs> on, on the what? On, on the internet. <laughs> internet. It's internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She found it. She downloaded them for me. Put them all on eight track. Oh. Okay. <laughs> got every That's last like... one of them. I got about you know go eight track different. I had, I had about, about yeah. two cases of eight track. Put them on there. But two cases of eight tracks. Yeah. People don't use yeah. eight tracks anymore, Roscoe. Y'all don't that's, use eight tracks no that's more. That's obsolete now. People ain't huh? got curls no more. What the hell they got to do with it? <laughs> what? I ain't seen a nugget H- ring in a while. I ain't seen nobody with 17 eagles on their neck. But what they got to do with Rocco? <laughs> I hear you. Boy, he got an eight track player. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what y'all he's got saying. eight tracks. How many you got? You got, got no Cadillac. Ain't got no eight track in it. That's crazy. <laughs> I said up here, but I was telling y'all the story about print. Mm-hmm. Print daddy named King, and I remember brother and uncle Duke, Duke Ellington. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and Duke Ellington and I were friends. Yeah. And they had a boy, they they put him out of the group because he was, thought he was too pretty. Mm. Oh, really? Who mm-hmm. was that? Nat. Nat? Mm-hmm. King Cole. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> Man. <laughs> she could print daddy name with King. He said, ain't going to be but one King up in here. <laughs> oh. Now, you could be Nat Cole, but what your ass can't be is Nat King Cole. Oh, okay. So uh-huh. they put his ass out the group. He whooped him. He whooped him pretty good that day. <laughs> Print Daddy was strong. Oh. And that's what happened. And then, so, you know, I wrote uh, for Cab Calloway. You know, they were about to do a concert for them. Well, he ain't had nothing. So I took him. I had, oh, we had this little boy we used to play with, but we had to quit playing with him because he played. He ain't play good. Who? You know, Richard. We had to quit fooling with little Richard. Little Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Little Richard didn't play good. No, he didn't play good. He always, play. you know, wear high heels on my hair on the bike. You know, we be out there playing. Little Richard got high heels on. What do you mean, man? Where your sneakers at? <laughs> you know, where your pro kids at? When you out here with your mama heels on? Roscoe, we gotta go because the nephew. So howdy, 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 ho! And then I went yeah. on. I wrote that for him. I wrote that before. I wrote that for him. Fuck Richard. He got your mama praising. Oh, you wrote. Oh, okay. Good golly, Miss Molly, Not. you wrote that, sir? No, 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 no. Little Richard came out on the porch and was waving at him, uh, and we uh-huh. riding the bike down the street, and we read, Howdy, 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 ho. <laughs> and that's how we came up with the song. Howdy, 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 ho. <laughs> Come on with the brave phone call, tell me before I get Yeah. <laughs> that was funny, though. Got, I just thought that. <laughs> I don't want it good. What you got, Neff? All right. This one right here. Uh, you can't come back to church. You can't come back to church. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Sister uh, Cherise Mayfield. Who is this? Deacon Bounds from the, from the church. Deacon who? Bounds. From, the from ch- what? From our church? Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay. From, 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 
Tia, can you hear me good? This old phone don't work with, with, with good. Yeah, my phone okay. Okay, that I called it. The deacon board didn't have a meeting as well as uh, pastors. And mm-hmm. uh, they didn't have a meeting. And they come to the understanding that uh, they're going to ask you to not come to church right now because that, about that, them boys of yours, Eric and James, being in jail the way they are, and want, to, want you to just, uh, I don't know if they're going to suspend you from church right now, but they uh, they think it put a bad look on the church. My kids being in jail put a bad look on the church. Well, that's what that's, that's what they that's what they come up with. Now we didn't have a meeting with the deacon board and with Pastor Stoves. I don't understand why y'all have a me- meeting about my kids in the church. Well, what I, my kids got to do with the church? Well, what we're trying to do is show a good example to the youth that we got there. Okay, you can show a good example by me being there paying my tithes and offering. Well, that's another thing that's been brought to our attention that we're going to be calling a lot of members about it. People not paying the tithes the way they fold. I pay my tithes. I don't know. I don't know who told you that, Deacon Barnes. I don't even know. First of all, who you are, and I'm not trying to be mean to you. And I don't. I don't even understand why you. How you even got my phone number? Well, now, but I pay my tithes. I pay my offering. Go on your computer at the church. Call your secretary or whoever. Well, let, let me and, let me let me ask you this, Sister Mayfield. Do you pay your tithes according to what you make? Yes, I do. Check the books. Well, well, well. Now, what it is, we can't check the books if we don't know exactly what you make. Is what I'm saying. What I make is my business between me and Jesus. I give him his ten percent, and that's all Mars Hill need to know. I, I, I understand exactly where you come from, but now the main issue on the table is about these boys and 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 being, uh, you know. Disrupted the way they are. They don't want that to be to, to, to bleed over into the youth choir. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, first of all, I would appreciate if you would have a pastor to tell me this himself. And then second of all, if somebody kids is having trouble in the world or whatever, y'all supposed to pray for them, not put them at the church or they mama. Well, I'm. I'm. Uh, what I'm. We going We gonna pray for, and we are gonna pray for you too. But we don't want this, this, this to shed over to the youth that we got that's doing good with this. Well, church. I'm gonna keep coming. Y'all can't stop me from coming to the church. I'm gonna keep coming. So I don't know who you talking to, and you tell pastor to call me himself and tell me gonna, I can't come to hill, and you have nobody calling me telling me that I can't come to hill. That is a free church. I'm going to get the pastor called up. Well, you get the pastor to call me because you have no business calling me, telling me that I can't come to God's house. Well, Sister Mayfield, I don't want you to get in no up road with me. Now, I'm, I'm not getting I'm not getting angry with nobody. I work. I don't work 18, 16 hours today. I don't have time for nobody calling me, telling me that I can't come to a church that I pay my tithes and offering at. Not that I own the church. I pay my tax because that's that's due to God. But y'all really making me upset by telling me I can't come there because of my kids and they troubles. Well, well, Sister Mayfield, where, where was you this past Sunday you wasn't at? I wasn't at church because I had overstepped. And why is that any of your business? Now, there you go being in uproar with me again. I don't know who this is. How could you call somebody about church business over the phone? This don't make sense. Sister Mayfield. Hello? Yeah. One more thing. 
This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, <laughs> you just got break. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. <laughs> about you though okay. ain't nobody gonna keep you out the lord's house <laughs> you gonna show up and show out every sunday every sunday i'm coming to church <laughs> in the name of jesus i know that's right baby well thank you <laughs> hey, hey baby let me ask you something uh-huh. what's the baddest radio show in the land now, do you even have to ask me that? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Miss Anne is standing by with the news. But first, finding a new job is never easy. And even if you do, there's no guarantee you'll like your new bosses. Okay? So if you're on the hunt for a new gig, you may want to pay attention. We have some bad news. Here are some of the worst companies to work for, according to website 247wallstreet.com. Aloria, it's a customer service company, all right? Uh, that's number one, Aloria, customer service okay. company. Uh, Kraft, Heinz Company. I know that one. Sears, oh. Hertz, Car Rental, Rena Center, Home Furnishing bad Rentals. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those Anytime are bad. people rent the something, they're going to have an attitude. When they bring it back. And they bring it back broke. Right. Then you got to drive by the house and pick it up when they don't pay it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what was the worst job you've ever had, Steve? We've heard about a lot of them, but <laughs> the worst of the worst. And what was so bad about it? When I got put on, uh, doing the layoffs, I got put on the maintenance detail at Ford uh-huh. Motor Company. Yeah. Maintenance. I had, They gave me some rubber gloves and told me I was cleaning toilets with Ooh. the janitorial crew. So I went in and washed there. out all the sinks and stuff and did the flow. Uh-huh. And came on out. And, uh, dude went in there to inspect and said, hey, man, these toilets haven't been touched. You ain't done the toilet. They get no, back I in don't there. do toilets, though. Oh, yeah, you do. I said, I did it all I was going to do. <laughs> You're more than welcome to do toilets. Now, you can send somebody in here that do toilets. But I draw a line right there. I do sinks, floors. Well, I'm not doing the toilets. He said, you do the toilets if I tell you to. I said, go ahead, tell him. He said, do the toilets. I said, I'm still here, ain't I? <laughs> I said, man, listen to me. I cannot do that. I cannot do toilets. Please don't ask me. He said, that's the job requirement, Harvey. I can't do it, mm. man. He said, I'm going I'm to have you fired. Not in UAW, you can't find me. Hey, Union Strong, ain't it? Oh, no, yeah. man. Part of my I've been there three years. Come on. Uh-huh. Now, you going to fire me because I don't want to clean no toilet? And I didn't come here to clean toilet. I came here to make calls. Mm. Now, the fact that y'all had layoffs ain't got damn thing to do with me. I came in here to make cars and engines. I well, worked in engine plant. I make stuff? engines. Maybe they thought you was better at toilet. What, nephew? Maybe they thought he was better at doing toilets than making cars. But yeah. how would they know? Well, that? you was 10 and couldn't ride a bike back then, so what the hell are you talking <laughs> about? You're grown behind. At 10? 
Boston. Hey, 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 some people catch on a little later, okay? He couldn't reach none of the pedals on the bikes we had. <laughs> Worry about so that. he so I tried to tried to teach him one time, but his feet couldn't touch the pedals, so I just set him on the seat and pushed him on down there. <laughs> Hard to keep your balance when you ain't paddling, I can tell you. <laughs> what's what's your worst job ever, Jay? Oh, I had a job um cleaning up a um a store, a grocery store, a big grocery store. Uh-huh. And uh, we had to clean out the whole store. But uh-huh. the problem was, the man who ran the store, you had to say yes, sir, and no, sir. Okay. I didn't say that. And I wasn't there long. So, <laughs> <laughs> you just couldn't yeah, say Yeah, I it. just couldn't, couldn't say Couldn't bring it. yourself I to... I mean, I'm cleaning, and I was cleaning toilets, uh-huh. and I got to go, yes, sir, no, sir. Didn't say it. Uh-huh. But they, they ran me up out of here. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 All right, Steve, introduce our girl with the news, please. Ladies and gentlemen, she's here, the lovely, the talented Miss Ann Tripp. And thank you very much, everybody. Here we go again. Oh, it's a really, really big news day, but today is going to be the big news day. That's right. Today is the day. Everybody that former FBI Director James Comey scheduled to testify before the Senate Intelligence Committee. He sent a copy of his opening statement to the panel yesterday. In it, Comey says he had nine conversations in just four months with President Trump and that after each of them, he made notes about what transpired. Comey says, for instance, about a, he talks about one after a week after the election that Trump invited him to dinner and to a dinner, he thought. And Comey's surprised he only saw two of the table set for two people. So it wasn't a dinner per se. It was just for them. Comey says the president asked him if he wanted to keep his job and then allegedly said, quote, I need loyalty and I expect loyalty. Comey says he didn't say anything, that the two of them just stared at each other. According to Comey, Trump kept the pressure up for months, allegedly asking for a loyalty oath at one point, trying to get the FBI and others to go light on their probes into General Michael Flynn's possible ties to Russia. Things got so bad, Comey asked Attorney General Jeff Sessions to never let him and Trump be alone in the room together. But now tensions are said to be high between Trump and Sessions, where it is that Trump has been screaming at uh, the Attorney General so much that he at one point offered to quit. Oh, by the way, James Comey's testimony uh, begins at around 10 a.m. this morning, and some bars across the country are already open early for Comey viewing parties, believe it or not. That's right, to watch his testimony. Uh, President Trump has announced his new pick for the FBI director. Uh, He's former Justice Department official Christopher Wray, and the American Civil Liberties Union, or the ACLU, says it's uh, concerned about his selection because they question Wray's ability to be independent. Christopher Wray's firm worked for the Trump Organization. And Ray was also a Jersey Governor Chris Christie's personal lawyer, successfully keeping Christie from being charged in the so-called Bridgegate scandal, which involved politically motivated lane closures of the George Washington Bridge, which is the world's busiest span. Get this, a terminally ill cancer patient has been arrested and charged with attempted murder after he traveled to the San Francisco Bay Area to try and kill the three doctors who treated him. Yu Chen, he said he also planned to kill himself after it was all over because he said he thought the doctors treated him like a laboratory monkey. And he says he thinks he was being used for research purposes. He didn't, again, he couldn't find the doctors apparently. He was arrested before he could do anything. Chen charged in Santa Clara County with three felony counts of premeditated attempted murder. Game three, NBA Finals. The Warriors beat the Cavs a third time, 118-113. At one point, it looked like the Cavs were going to pull it out, but then... Durant hit a three. The Warriors lead by one. 114-113 with 42 seconds to go. Ah, that courtesy of Warriors Radio that puts them merely one game away from the championship. I'm sorry, Steve. 20 minutes after the hour, Eugene the Butterfly, Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, he's here. 
The sad news is he won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Oh, right on back. Y'all know why would I let that, ladies and gentlemen? He's here, but he won't be there. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, he's here, and I can't wait to bring him out, ladies and gentlemen. Eugene. Good morning, everyone. Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carla Jr., J. Anthony Brown. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's the matter? What's up, I'm coming very humbly right now. Steven, I need your help. Oh, uh, what's that, man? Because I don't know if I can. Well, I know that you are. I know that you are very good friends with Bishop TDJ. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Trusted so, confidant and friend. Yes. And I wanted to ask you if you would see it in your heart, way down deep in your heart. To see if you would speak with him about me possibly being added to the show. Okay, okay. Now listen to me. Listen to me. So we ain't got to go over this long. I will be speaking to him before that. I will not be speaking to him on your behalf. Because I think that's a you and Tommy decision. And I think you should leave it there and not drag the But I think if you would persuade him. Request, because he is a pastor, shepherd of a flock. And flock got way more his wolves in the flock. And we're not going to go into that. I'm not a, talking about non-talented people. I'm not a wolf. <laughs> Stephen, I'm, I'm humbly begging you for your help. I really am. I it's really, humbling. really want, I want to do make a bet. What would you do on the show? Well, I mean, well, how would you? Yeah, would man. You, yeah, what would you? What would you open with? What would be your opening act? What would well, you do? I thought I would work with you on that, Jay. I don't know. Really something it. big, grandiose, yeah, something big, huge, yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-mm. No, because yeah. y- your a character has to be cleared before you go to church. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. There's nothing Who you wrong trying with to character. be and what you portray. And your outfits, all that's got to be cleared yeah, with the yeah. church. They I'm thinking something matador. tied around the waist that'd be nice, that'd be presentable. <laughs> yeah. A little matador outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, matador outfit. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. yeah. Right. Eugene, that's how you gonna do it. Steven, I know. I'm, 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 this is probably one of the biggest things I want you to this do. This would be me. huge for you. This would take you to another level, too. A damn yeah, shame you ain't gonna be there. It'd be a whole different audience for me. So are you saying you're, you're, you're not, not going to help, help him, him? Oh, no, man. It's nothing I could do. It's strictly between him and Tommy. Tommy right there. Tommy ain't even saying that. Why don't I'm you get Tommy to go talk I'm for you? I'm not in it. I'm not in it. I'm not talking about it. I'm not in it. I'm not messing up my money. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, they'll work it out. Coming up, it's Ask Steve. Any questions you want for him, 877-29-STEVE. 877-29-STEVE. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for Ask Steve. Uh, you want to talk to the people, Steve? Yeah, let's go. I'll take a couple calls. All right, let's go. Let's talk to uh, line two. Let's go to line two and talk to Carlene out of Wisconsin. Carlene? Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. Okay. What you got? Um, I have a child. He's six years old, okay? He has a speech problem. And I know I've heard you said on your show speech that you... Problem. That I know, I know you said on your show because I hear you every morning that you used to have a speech issue. I want to know what am I able to do to help him? He's six years old. He has a, he has a a very 
bear speech issue. Does he stutter? Yes. Yeah. He, he does very badly. Oh, I can help him stop stuttering. Okay, how? How am I supposed to help him? I need you to tell me what am I supposed to do in order to help him. Well, listen to me. First of all, you have to take him to someone who used to stutter. Well, I I do to myself, but I'm not as bad as I used to be. You good. Okay, so. See? Turn your mic on. Right there. Because she said ass, Junior, be quiet. Hello? So, how did you fix yourself from stuttering? Um, well, um, certain time I have to just make sure that if I if I'm excited if I'm excited about anything I have to slow it down and um, I just I don't know it just happened over the years I mean I okay, still listen do to slightly. Me. No, it yeah. didn't just happen. You did something okay. to stop it. You have to teach what? it to your son. So here's the deal, and okay, I, babe? Listen, I'm finna tell you. Car- Carlene is her name. Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, here's the number okay. one rule. When your son reads, he doesn't stutter. And when he talks to himself, he doesn't stutter. Okay. He only stutters when he's speaking to people. Correct. Correct. The problem he has, first of all, is he is living now since he has this problem with the anticipation of someone saying and looking at him like, okay, come on. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. And he locks him up. Here's a couple of drills you can do since you used to stutter. This will help. Have him ask him a series of questions and tell him before he answers you to say the answer to the question under his breath three times before he says it. If it takes four, four times, but he doesn't stutter to himself. So once he says it under his breath to himself, wait till he said it three times and then on the fourth time, say it. But say it looking at the ground without looking at you. It's the eye contact of a stutterer that causes him to build up the anxiety which locks in the stuttering. That's the first drill you have to do. Then I want you to stand him away from you and have him walk towards you doing the same example. You know, hey, whatever, how you doing today? And have him prepare a statement and say it to himself while he's walking to you. Tell him do not say it until he's saying it to himself cleanly and then say it to the ground. After that, you've done that drill many times. Do the drill where he looks up at you after he gets it together. Next drill, take him to the mirror. Stand away from the mirror where he can't see you and ask him questions and tell him to provide the answers in the mirror looking at himself in the eye. Okay. You do these you two it? drills right here. Your boy will stop stuttering. And to all you speech therapists out there, that's going, it's not that simple, Steve. You don't know because you didn't stutter. Right. I had a grown lady come to my show who stuttered on the Steve Harvey talk show. I had her in my dressing room with three of my employees, worked with her for 30 minutes, and she walked out of that not stuttering. Wow. wow. You good. Wow. I've saved wow. so many kids in my so camp from stuttering. You could do it. That That's just the beginning. If if you have any problems, call me back. I'll tell Thank you, you some Thank you. Those are the Thank beginning. Thank you, Carlene. Bye-bye, baby. 
Uh-uh. Why does he feel the need to talk? Why do you a prank phone call? Of George Wallace's mama that, naked that, will not that, that stuttering right. Prank <laughs> phone call coming up next. All right, y'all, we back. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after the hour, we're going to get into this strawberry letter, man. It ought to be a good one. I don't oh, yeah. know what it is, but you know. I mean, we here for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so whatever Right now. <laughs> right now, though. Right now, though. <laughs> your husband's <laughs> prescription is ready. Your husband's. Man, Just that's so messed up. Snitching on people. <laughs> that's messed up, man. <laughs> He ain't right. Your husband finally think so. <laughs> He's ready. Now he a pharmacist. <laughs> yeah. When you're pranking, you gotta be everything. Okay. <laughs> now your husband's prescription is ready. Hello. Hello. How you doing? This is uh, pharmacy. My name is Brian. I'm the tech here. Uh, is Mr. Uh, is Donovan? Donovan? Is he available? Uh, no. What can I help you with? Uh, well, he, he dropped his prescription off about an hour ago. I wanted to, we wanted to call and let you guys know that the prescription is ready. Prescription for what? Uh, well, he, um, he dropped off a prescription. I'm assuming he must have, uh, it looks like the doctor just wrote this prescription today. So I'm assuming he, um, seems like he would probably need this, uh, pretty soon. So I wanted to let you guys know it's ready. Okay. And what exactly did he get a prescription for? Um, it's, uh, amoxicillin. 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 We've got him at least um, 15 tablets. If he could take two tablets a day. Wait, uh, I'm sorry. Wait, your name is Brian, right? My name is Brian. Yes, I'm the technician here at the pharmacy. Okay, well, let me... Okay, Donovan, that's my husband. Let me make sure you have the right Donovan because... Well, let me... Can we check the birthdays? Are you allowed to do that with me? Oh, definitely, definitely. It's um, 74. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, okay. And so, what exactly is amoxicillin for? Amoxicillin is an antibiotic, ma'am. So, any type of um, small infections of, of uh, some sort, diseases or whatever, it, it pretty much cures it. So, you telling me this nasty <laughs> then got something and went and got it on my. First off, he went and seen the doctor and got a prescription under my insurance. This type of and he went and got something. You know what? You know what? That Brian, I'm coming down there. I'll pick up the medicine. I'll get it. And if he wants that medicine, he'll check in with me at my counter. Because I got to check that he done wrote that his cannot catch. I'm going to beat the hell out this. He do not know. He does not even. You know what? We brought in a new okay, year. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, you're, um, Miss. What, what, what? Can I call you by your first name? What's your name? No, nah, call me Miss. That's fine. Just call me Miss. No, call me Miss. Okay. Uh, uh, first of all, I want to apologize. I had no idea that you were not aware of the actual mm-hmm. uh, prescription that he's that we've just filled for him. Mm-hmm. You know, just just on a personal note, I'm just curious. Is, is there a possibility maybe maybe you could have given it to him? Brian, no, the you didn't. You done lost so little my. Now, first off, you don't call my phone. First off, no, you. I'm glad you called my phone to tell me it's my insurance. That's why. And then you gonna accuse me of giving that nasty. Are you scoring him? Don't you ever in your life call somebody's phone and this is a courtesy call. It's none of your business what's going on in my okay? None of your business. You get out of my legs. That ain't none of your business. And y'all ain't got nothing to answer your question. I got something for your and his he want to come home with STDs and you want to ask me if I gave him STDs? Oh, okay. Where's your manager? Let me speak to your manager ma'am i was just i was uh you know i'm, I'm not trying to be uh unprofessional i was just asking a, a personal question i should not have asked you something like that and i i do apologize i is, is, 
Should we expect someone to pick up the prescription? I'm, I just told you, I'm going to be picking that up. I'm going to come in there. You, you know what, Blind? You'll know who I am because I got, I got a couple words for your and I still want to speak to your manager. You did. You were very unprofessional, and I don't appreciate you coming at me. I'm going to eat. You called me, tell me he didn't got me a STD, didn't ask me, did I give it to him? And you all up in between my no, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to get all in between your legs, ma'am. Apparently, that's not the place to be, considering you guys need amoxicillin, you know? But I never know the you did. You didn't lost your mind. You know what? Brian, I still got some firecrackers left from the first, and guess what? I'm going to light the up. Yo, you don't play games with me. You do not even know. You do not know me. You don't know who I am. You don't know who I know and what I got. I got something for your What is this uh, prescription at? Because I know it's not the one by our house. I know it's not. What the did he take his trifle? Where are you at? Because I'm on my uh, way I'm, now. I'm, uh, uh, would you like, my manager's here. Would you like to speak with him, ma'am? Yeah, put your manager on. Put your manager on. I want to speak to him now. Uh, hang on a second. Uh-huh. Uh, hello? Hello? Yeah, this Hi, is Tommy. Uh, who? Tommy. You're the manager of this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show when you just got pranked by your husband Donovan. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him and you. What the <laughs> prank calling me? He needs to be out looking for a job. This ain't worked in three months. Don't play with me like that. Got my blood pressure high. You alright? <laughs> Oh, no, I'm coming down. I'm still coming to get you. <laughs> I'm not that baby. You can't come get me. <laughs> oh, you better be glad I love yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my you God. He told me, said, my wife don't tolerate no cheating. <laughs> you know, you know I'm crazy. <laughs> you ain't right. You wrong. I got one more thing to ask you, though. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong for that, huh? You did. You're never right. Come on now. Y'all don't, y'all don't see this? Okay. okay. No, sir. All right. Mega Fest it is. I've been telling you about it. Tickets are going very, very nicely. It's going to be what? Sold out. You better get your tickets now. Mega Fest, baby. A time to laugh. June 30th, Friday night at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center. Hosted by yours truly. And the headliner is Cedric the Entertainer. It's all clean. And we will be working for the one and only Bishop T.D. Jakes. It's so, all what? It's all clean. No cursing? No. no. You ask him that every day, Jay. No. Yeah. It's not going to It's not going to change. As we get closer to the date, it's not going to change. How in the hell do they do that? <laughs> get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> A time to laugh. Kevin said you need to go out there and shock Bishop TDJ. All right. Definitely support you on that, nephew. Congratulations to you. And congratulations to Ice Cube. We haven't talked about this, but Cube is going to be honored with a star on the Walk of Fame uh, this coming Monday. Yeah, Yeah, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. That's really big, huh? Uh, says Cube will be the star will be dedicated in front of the Musicians Institute on Hollywood Boulevard, and Cube will still appear on the Bill Maher show this Friday. As scheduled, uh, he's going to talk about, uh, one thing he's going to talk about is the release of Death Certificate 25th Anniversary Edition, okay? Mm -hmm. And then he's going to discuss Bill Maher's recent... That was the one album I bought. Uh Uh-huh. From Cube. With the toe tag on the cover. Uh Uh-huh. Cubes. Uh Uh-huh. Well, speaking of controversy, plenty of it on the Bill Maher show. Uh, 
Cube is going to be there to talk about, um, you know, when Bill Maher referred to himself as a house N-word during Ooh. a live show. Ooh, that ain't mm-hmm. the one you want to. Ooh, you don't want to deal with Cube. That's your guess? <laughs> Ooh, you uh, ain't ready, Bill yeah. Maher. Mm-hmm. There you Four go. Four five brothers in the mothership. <laughs> yeah, some people, you know, dropped out. They didn't want to be on the show. But Cube said, no, mm-mm, I'm going. I'm there. Yeah, we're yeah. going to talk about it. We yeah. need to drop it out. What? He's my N-word. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to do the show, man. We a dog. I'm yeah. Orlando Jones. Best response I've seen. <laughs> Old Jones, my man. What's Old up? Jones. <laughs> I wish we could run it, but you can't run it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, can we bleep it out and run it? Uh, let me take a listen. A lot of bleep. One more time. <laughs> Lot of bleep. Orlando Jones went yeah. in. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> he made a lot of sense, though. He, hey, man, he was wrong. Right. He was absolutely right about it. He was really, really right. Hey, Shirley. Yes. Huh? Well, your birthday coming up, ain't it? Yes, it is. July you gonna, 28th. You gonna throw something? A party? Uh, like a party, you mean? Yeah. Right. Oh, no, I might. How? I haven't thought about it. Oh. What happened? Nothing. Uh, what? Nothing. Um, her age? What were you uh, going to ask me? How old am I going to oh, be? Oh, yeah. He was do something. Yeah, I was just... You don't ask a woman her age. What else? How are you going to know not how a gentleman. you don't ask? Never do you ask. <laughs> you don't so Even if you know, you don't ask. You don't bring it up. Well, you don't want to mess around and hook up with somebody underage. No, you, gotta ask you just don't you. ask. Y'all not hooking I can't up. never tell you you look good for your age if I don't know your age. Yeah. Well, just tell you should never good. say that, Tom. That ain't good. <laughs> He's right so there. not a gentleman. <laughs> you look good for okay, your Shirley, you look Tom. good for however hold you. Strawberry letter is coming up. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, the strawberry letter is coming up next. You know it's going to be a crazy one, as always. But first, uh, attention, Steve Harvey Nation. We want you to get involved. The Steve Harvey Foundation Mentoring Camp is next week. Uh, The mission of the Steve and Marjorie Harvey Foundation is to provide outreach to fatherless young people, young men especially, by promoting educational enrichment, one-on-one mentoring, and global service initiatives that will cultivate the next generation of responsible leaders. That is their mission statement. I love it. Mm -hmm. Outstanding. It's it's just a great foundation, man. We start it up next week. The boys get in off the bus. Uh, we've got a lot of work, man, out there. A lot of money goes into this, man. It's a huge, very, very expensive endeavor, but we're getting it done, man. By the grace of God, we're getting it done, and by the you know donations of some well-spirited people, uh, I'll be making a special announcement after this camp is over, and uh, it's just going to be a wonderful experience for the boys. It's going to be uh, change. It's going to be life-changing, you know. And uh, if you want to help us, there is a way you can help. Uh, And I don't ask for your help often, but if you have a mind that you want to be a part of it, or you want to just be able to say, look, I help supply something for some of the kids, whether it's some clothing or food or something like that. If you text the number, we have a text donation text number on the line that says two. When you text where it says two, Type in 91999. Type in 91999. Then down there where it says text, then just type in Steve and press send, and it will send you 
the instructions and how you can give with your debit card, your credit card, or send it in by check, whatever you want. That's right. And for more information, that's right, Steve. Go Uh, next year, I want to do 500 boards. Oh, that's awesome. I got a big camp. That's so big. Double it. Yeah. May have to take it back out to Dallas, man, and just put up huge tents. Wow. Just do it, man. Go to HarveyFoundation.com for more information. All right. Come on, nephew. Cool. All right, buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Either way. Here we go, Steve. Subject, wow. That's what it says. Oh. Hey, Steve and Shirley. I'm so hurt right now, and it's my own fault. My boyfriend and I came back to the house last night, and my friend told him how I went out with this other dude the other night. Now my man won't even speak to me. I just had to go out one more time to see the other guy, but I love my man, and I want to be with my man. The sex wasn't even that great with the other guy. But he has big hands, if you know what I mean. I don't want that. I want my man, but now it's all messed up because my girl ran her mouth. Should I beg his forgiveness or go ahead to the next one? Oh, I always got a few in the bag because that's what I do. Whoop, whoop. That's a stupid. <laughs> this is a crazy letter, man. And and don't blame this on your girl. First of all, you told her. That's number one. But don't blame this on her. You brought all of this on yourself. All of this. Just by the way you wrote your letter. You brought all this. You're the one that had to go just one more time with that other guy. Uh, so you're just all over the place, aren't you? You're just here. You're just there. But you really love this. This guy, but if you really loved your man, then what are you doing over there for a booty call with this other man with these big old hands? And we know what that means, okay? Don't we, Carla? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, we've yeah. heard that a few few times. Anyway, why why would you jeopardize your relationship with this guy <laughs> if you really loved him? So again, you're all over the place. Should you beg his forgiveness? I mean, you could do it, but he knows now he's probably not going to take you back. You messed up. Don't blame it on the girl. You did it to yourself, wow. Steve. Um, subject, wow, first of all, a letter full of contradictions, mm-hmm. you know, I, man, and, and then when, look, I, I just think that when people write some letters, I, I just don't care. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I really, really don't. And, and this, this chick has a tone of arrogance to herself <laughs> that I really just yeah. don't like, you know, um, she does. You, here, here, here are the contradictions. Uh, Stephen Shirley, I'm so hurt right now, and it's my own fault. My boyfriend, right there. You have a boyfriend. Okay, okay, cool. So now the rest of this letter becomes almost unnecessary. <laughs> I came back to the house last night, and my friend, your friend, <laughs> told him I went out with this other dude. What other dude? Wait a minute. You got a boyfriend. Uh-huh. Yeah. But your so-called friend <laughs> told your boyfriend that you went out with this, in your words, other dude. Yeah. I don't understand. The other night. Now my man won't even speak to me. Oh, he your man now. <laughs> but he wasn't your man the other night. Mm-hmm. See, I'm just I'm just trying to work with saying. you on this letter. I just had to go out one more time to see the other guy. But I love my man. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm so confused right. with Stop, Stop right. right there. Right. <laughs> Let me explain something to you. I used to hear my father say to my sisters all the time. You can't do what I do and still be a lady. Yeah, yeah. He say that all the time. You can't do what I do mm-hmm. and still be a lady. Uh-huh. See, you can't sleep around, trick, and all this here and want to go to work and be a lady. Mm-hmm. See, if if we all went, like, for example, 
you all listen to the escapades of Tommy. Y'all just right. laugh, giggle off. <laughs> yeah, Tommy. Yeah. One of y'all come in here and tell that story one time. <laughs> one time. It just can't work. You lose all everything yeah. from everybody Steve. watching or listening. Yeah, respect. Yeah. Because Absolutely. it's double standards. And yeah. You can't do what I do and still be like, That's she right. don't get that. I want to be with my... The sex wasn't even that great. Oh, yeah, I thought you just went out and ate something. No, I thought y'all went and just saw a movie or something. You went out there and just got... A little fast tail yeah. just yeah. been out there just getting just... Oh, okay now. Now, and then he got big hands, if you know what I mean. Yeah, we know what that yeah, means, but what do that mean? Yeah. What? What, what, do, what do it really mean, though, in the total scheme of it, now that you've lost your man here? Right. Mm. I don't want that. I want my man. But now it's all messed up because my girl ran her mouth. Your girl. That's what. It got down to your girl. Are you for real? This your girl's fault? <laughs> See, you just, you just all over the place. She is. She did the dirt. Mm-hmm. Now, she wants to ask me a question. This is crazy, this question. Should I beg his forgiveness <laughs> or go ahead to the next one? Yeah. Right there. That's the arrogance. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. she always has a few in the bag, she says. What's the other thing she said shortly after that? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> no one okay. Man. Do it no more. What? She don't even care. Yeah. They do that there. a lot in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> so you're going to... Bring the real. <laughs> Soon as we come back. Boom, <laughs> boom. Part two of uh, Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, coming up next, it's our girl Cheryl Underwood. Uh, but Steve, you got to finish up your response to part two of today's Strawberry Letter right now. Come on. All right. Y'all going Subject. Wow. Okay. See, you know, you know, you know what really ticks me off about this lady. She sounds like a man. Yeah, she <laughs> does. You know, all, her whole actions is man. Right. Yeah. You know, it's a mess of dude to do. She's real young too, wouldn't you say? Um. Yeah, but, but yeah, but she's in for a life of misery, and mm-hmm. she can't even see this coming. Um. Should I beg his forgiveness or go ahead to the next one? You know what? You're, you're the woman that gives good women a bad name. Okay, mm. say that. I mean, you really are. So many women out there are searching and trying to find a good man. You get one, and now you passing yourself out like a box of chitlets. Mm-hmm. Down at the movie theater, you just some milk duds going down the road. <laughs> okay. You know, by the time the box come back to you, it ain't going to be worth nothing. See, wow. the danger part that this girl don't understand is, see, men eventually, once they know that's how you play in the game, you cannot play this game like we do. Mm. You mm. cannot do what we do and still be a lady. Oh. It don't come back the same way. Yeah. So now... What you're doing is you're causing yourself to head for a life of misery. And then you're arrogant. Oh, should I move on to the next one? Oh, I always got a few in the bag. Right there. You? That's what I do. Woo, woo. Okay. Woo, woo. <laughs> see, see, right there is Crazy. where I lost it to you. And that's why you're going to always be in a trick bag. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to always be in a trick bag. Because, see, you, 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 you don't get it. 
Yeah. You don't get it. She and, thinks she does. Though, and she? by the time you get it, so many men going to be done ran through you. Wow. Your reputation going to be so stank. If you run into Mr. Right, you ain't going to be right for him. Because you got to start practicing what you want to happen in your life. Yeah. And you get exactly what you put out. Mm-hmm. You know, you reap what you sow. The law of attraction is in a place. So all you're going to do is bring men into your life that ain't going to do you right because you ain't doing men right. Let me ask you this. Is this what makes a good man go bad? No. When things like this happen to him? No, but this this is what messes it up for so many women out there. Now you got a guy who won't really go bad, but he might be a little bit less trusting. You know, men have baggage too, you know. Oh, yeah. oh for yeah. sure. Yeah. Men don't always, you know. She thinks she a player, though. She yeah. thinks she's yeah. doing something. But, you yeah. know, you. She thinks she woo, does, woo, I always got a few in the back. Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead on. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's what made me not care about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, all of this, I'm so hurt right yeah, now. I really want my man. I love him. But, I don't want that. But I got a few in the bag. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that's what I do. She doesn't <laughs> well, care about anything. Take your little trick tail on. Yeah. <laughs> go on, okay. go where you going. She young. She young. All right. Uh, we have to go, sir. Uh, email or Instagram us your thoughts. On today's Strawberry Letter at My Girl Shirley. Uh, come on, Steve. Introduce our girl. She is here from the talk, Cheryl Underwood. This is going to be different, ladies and gentlemen. Here she is, <laughs> Miss Cheryl Underwood. Well, well, wow. Thank you, thank you Mr. Steve Harvey. It's so nice to hear from you. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know music because again, Cheryl Underwood. So, hey, I'm just glad to be introduced. Hey, I'm on my way to Houston for the Southern Regional Meeting of Zeta Phi Beta, my brother, uh, James Brown, uh, Phi Beta Sigma in the house. And then uh, next week we'll be at South Central. Um, in Southern Region, we'll be in Houston. South Central will be in Nashville. And then I'll be at the Stardome in Birmingham, Alabama. Yes, we still doing live comedy out there. So, but it's so many things out there that I don't know are really funny or not. Is Ice Cube going on the Bill Maher show? Yes, he yes, is. He is. Yes. What yeah. night is that? What night is that, Juniors and them? I think it's Friday, tonight, Friday, tomorrow night. Yes, Friday, Friday night. Tomorrow Friday. night. Are we watching? Are we watching? Yeah. Are we just what? Yes. Yeah, we love Bill Maher. Yes. We love Ice Cube. Oh, Q yeah. with the fro with the pick. Get me yeah. that yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Junior. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Can I tell you what would be funny? If he came on with Maxine Waters, that would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Maxine. You see that? Yeah, because Maxine don't take no, she don't take no smack because uh-uh. they already no, got she the doesn't. girl. That's right. She stay woke. So they already got that girl that Bill Maher uh, used to date or whatever. You know, talking yeah. about it's an everyday occurrence. How do you? This is my thing. Uh, you know, because I don't. You know, I done, I done stepped into the vanilla pond every once in a while. You know, I drink a little. <laughs> in the what? <laughs> vanilla pond. You know. You know. I, I'm I, I drink a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm hey, man. Nature. Listen, me and you, Jamie Brown. You know, we trying mm-hmm. to keep people together. But around with them white girls, nothing, nothing. Ain't, ain't, but ain't no way you can let that come out your mouth and we not fighting him. He just did. <laughs> he shot it out there. I mean. Shot it out, juniors. Mm-hmm. Shot it out. Yeah. Wait a minute. Do we care about the Bill Cosby trial? Do we care at all? No, we know. I ain't been watching. <laughs> I mean, we care. Watching. Yeah, I mean, we, we care. care. Uh huh. Of I course we care. I just yeah. ain't okay. watching. 
Wait a minute, but but Comey about to testify, but nobody cares about Bill Cosby, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby, I want to hear Comey. Like, yeah, what, listen, listen, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Carlos. Huh. They say he about to, the president about to wiggle out of this one because everybody trying to act like he never told me to break the law to obstruct. <laughs> he never told me. Do you know what they scared of? This is why I think mm. they scared because, you know, I'm in what? the party. I think they scared of. If they admit that he told them something, then they also admit that they was dumb enough to be in the room to hear it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like you caught a something. You caught in something. You yeah, know, where's, yeah. where's Eric Holder when we need? Where's Blair Underwood off L.A. Law? Where's the good black <laughs> oh lawyers? God, Blair. Ooh, Blair. Throwback. We need, we need somebody to light them up. This Everything is not juicy. You know what else is not as juicy as I thought it was going to be? What? what? The Bachelorette with the sister on it. <laughs> you don't like it, Cheryl? Man, well, it's all right. It's it's uh-huh. it's interestingly uh-huh. all right because they say the brothers about to jump on the other dudes for calling somebody aggressive, but one of them dudes is strangely aggressive. So I want to be with you, but I've never been in a relationship. With you. Shut up! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're still we're still live, Cheryl. Okay, I almost blurted out. Oh, speaking of live. Okay, can I say this, Shirley? If I can't tell me no. Uh, have you ever called somebody <laughs> and you have you ever called somebody and you thought you were their friend until they let you know you were not? Did oh, you yeah. you tell me you did not call yeah. Monique? Did yeah. you call Monique? Like a dummy. Like a dummy. Like a dummy. Wow. Man, yeah. listen. We yeah, was arguing. We was arguing on the Bluetooth of my Bentley like we was two lesbians that used to be together. (laughs) (laughs) Cheryl. (laughs) All right, Cheryl. It's a hard (laughs) argument, right? Steve, was I wrong? Was I wrong? Steve, was I wrong? Thank you, girl. You know we love you. All right. (laughs) We'll be back right after this jam. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Unless you live on the rock, you probably noticed that it's summertime out there. Here's a summer secret. Book direct at choicehotels.com to get the lowest prices on their rooms guaranteed. So let your boss know you're taking some time off and choose from 11 hotel brands like Comfort Inn and Suites. Y'all know I love Suites. And with 6,500 locations, there's a choice hotel wherever you're trying to go. Bada book, bada boom. Book direct at choicehotels.com. Seriously, like right now, terms and conditions apply. See choicehotels.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, she is here. We're hearing from her quite regularly now, again. Uh, Please welcome Sister Odell. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Big day in the morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sister Sister Odell. Tommy. Yes, ma'am. Hi, boy. How you doing? Yes, ma'am. Good, good. Junior. Morning, Sister Odell. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Morning, morning, Sister Odell. Mm-mm. Morning, Sister Odell. Mm. That's, that's the best <laughs> you could do. I'm, I was mm-hmm. at the max. I'm down. Sweetie, there. you really got to work on your voice. Because that I'm, look, you know, you, your name can't be Junior and you sound Junior, too. Ma'am. <laughs> Some going to have to get up around. What, how old is you now, Junior? Uh, uh, 38, Sister Odell. Voice needs to get up in the 30s. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Can't be down there sounding like you're nine. Yes, ma'am. Now, I know you're good, girls, but you need to start checking ID. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I know they make them, <laughs> they make them real thick now, and they can fool you. 
But you need to check ID, Junior. Oh, Jay Anthony Brown. Good morning, Sister Odell. How you doing today? Beautiful, beautiful. Good. Hey, Carly. Hey, Sister Odell. How are you? How's little Tasha? She's doing really good. Summer. Seen on I seen on Instagram. Got all A's. On yes, road. ma'am. Yeah, I'm so proud. Thank you, Sister. On road. Shirley. Yes, yes ma'am. Mm-hmm. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. Welcome back. So how's Mexico? Mm. I, I haven't been to Mexico in like a couple of years. I think, yeah, it's been now, a, what, a minute. Sweet. Huh? Yes, What's ma'am. your husband's name? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what it's not. It's not Mexico. <laughs> well, I asked you what it was then. It's Ernesto. Just call him Ernesto. Oh, Mexico. excuse me. Uh-huh. I thought it was Mexico. Yeah. No, man. country. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing fine, thank you. All right, he's a nice mm-hmm. fella. I seen him out a couple of times, just as nice and due diligence as, you know. And he's yes, a gentleman ma'am. too. I seen him opening the door for you. You yes, took your sweet time is. getting out, but he opened it. He stood there. <laughs> yes, he's nice. <laughs> thank you for asking. Um, yeah, what's going on? What is y'all talking about? Well, there's so much going on. Did you hear about Bill Maher? Um, what happened what? with him? He he used the N-word. He referred to himself as a house N-word. He was talking to oh. Senator Ain't that Bill the Sassy. white fella? Yes, yeah. ma'am. Bill Maher. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so he wants to be one of... Oh, oh okay. He wants to be an N-word now. Well, yeah. he, he, he was joking about it, you know. Yeah. A good joke, you know, jokey joke. Uh huh. Mm hmm. But need what? to spend about two weekends in the projects. <laughs> Betty quit wanting to be one then. Because <laughs> you go down there, you show sure is going to be a house in work because you better not uh-huh. carry your ass outside. <laughs> you don't want to sign up for this, huh? <laughs> wow. Yeah, All you know, right. I don't, you know, I don't wouldn't really, I don't, you know, he's supposed to be a comedian, you know, so, you know, Steve mm-hmm. Nim and Tommy, Jay, Kid, they all cross the line. Oh, yes. Oh, I didn't give it to him. You call yourself what you want. You better, you better not find off over here, though. Yes, <laughs> okay. ma'am. Bill Maher will be Bill yesterday if he say something to me like that. <laughs> Bill Maher. <laughs> Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Be Bill yesterday. <laughs> mm-hmm, what it was. Right. He didn't say what he wanted to say. He was talking to another white man, wasn't he? Yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, Senator Ben Sassy. White folks show is getting comfortable, but cause of rap music now. Oh, you you think once you put it out there and let them have it, then they use it now. You want to be mad at them. Quit saying it in your songs. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm, you got a point. Uh-huh. Out there talking about the N words in Paris. Now, when one is down here on TV, now you're mad at it. Well, y'all mm-hmm. was over in Paris and you sung about it. Rappers get on my last damn nerve. Okay. What are the rappers that were saying that? Well, who was they? That was Jay-Z, Jay-Z and Kanye. Jay-Z yeah. and Kanye. Oh, I don't mess with Jay-Z. He got T married to Beyonce. I like they just wonderful family. And I like Jay-Z. <laughs> oh, and he's powerful. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's powerful. <laughs> he's powerful. He can ruin. <laughs> Did you, you hear need about to be this? Careful. Stuff? You must you must think I'm Monique or somebody. Like I'm gonna say something ignorant just have <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn, my little life towed up in the upside down. I tell you what, 
I heard Monique when she was up at the poly. Monique. Oh, I yes, said, ma'am. Lord Jesus, Nikki, what's wrong with you? Mm. Yeah, she's a little upset. Just yeah. wasn't thinking on that mm. one right there. Right. No, man. One mm. thing a person to tell a person to miss you, it's another mm. thing to tell them to kiss your crack. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But. Well, now, once yeah. you want a person to inhale. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on, huh? Well, see, you can tell the person you still do that, but once you start telling them to inhale, (laughs) on it. See, once you say kiss my ass, that's different because everybody got one. You tell them to kiss something else, that's that's the individual. Wow. (laughs) Too bad. Did you hear about the 94 year old woman? who became the oldest woman to compete in a half marathon. She crossed the finish line at the Rock and Roll uh, in San Diego Half Moon Marathon. This mm-hmm. Just this past Sunday, she was 94 years old. Wow. And I Harriet, know her. Harriet Thompson. You know, her? you know Harriet, mm-hmm. Ms. Harriet, Harriet Thompson? Harriet Thompson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from Charlotte, North Carolina. She's from you Charlotte. Know? That's Harriet yes, Tubman's granddaughter's baby. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> where where you think she got all that running from? <laughs> you know how many times Harry went down there on that underground railroad and got them uh-huh. colors? <laughs> took them back up north? Wow. It's in her blood. She been running and she just ran a marathon. It ain't nothing. We were running from hounds. <laughs> yeah, you ain't ran under no pressure. They had water out there. We were drinking creek water. Creek water? <laughs> All right, I Carlos wiped myself Re- one time with a with some leaves and it had some brown on it. Lord Jesus. <laughs> we'll be back after these jams. Carlos Reality Update is coming up too. All right, Carly. Peace and power, people. This is Jill Scott, and you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for reality update. Oh, I like it, Junior. Thank you. Thank you. you. Know Thank you. Junior, yeah, you went in go. on that one, man. Yeah, yeah, man. You went in. Oh, you went in the paint like that one, man. Everything in him. Put all that yeah. in there, man. I can't he wait. Kevin Durant that, didn't he? Oh, <laughs> no, she oh. didn't. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, Steve oh, Did I say that? that? <laughs> all right. You saw the eyes. Steve's eyes looking at you. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's get going. Reality update. First of all, let me say this. I'm so excited, you guys, to be a part of the Essence Eats experience. This is at Essence Fest. Right. In New Orleans, it's going down featuring celebrity chefs. Oh, it's going down. Essence Eats. That's they picked the right I person to that, host man. that, right? At the <laughs> convention yum, center. Yum, yum. Yummy, yum. yummy. New Orleans Convention Center going down June 30th through July 2nd. So go to my Instagram page at Lips by Carla to get more of the details. Now let's get going. Love and hip hop huh? Atlanta. Oh girl. Oh girl. Here we go. Girl. Our girl Rashida. Okay, so she was working at her shop. You know, she has a boutique. And this mm-hmm. dude, this young guy walks in. His name is Logan. And he tells Rashida that Jasmine is the, you know, Jasmine, the alleged baby mama of Kirk's secret baby. Kirk is Rashida's husband. You know, remember all this drama. Okay, so Logan says that he believes that Jasmine's baby is his baby and Mm -hmm. that he's going to do a DNA test to find out, you know, to get to the truth of the matter. That kind of shocked Rashida. Ah. But Rashida was cool 
with Logan giving the information. He had all kinds of evidence and proof mm. and that yeah, the girl Jasmine states. named the baby boy, named her son after this young man, Logan's father. Yep, so right. Rashida's like, cool, get a DNA test because her husband, Kirk, has been dragging his feet about doing it. And then that's another way that Rashida can find out possibly if her husband is the father of this baby that this young lady Jasmine says that is Kirk's baby. So there you go. You're caught up on that. Now, Tammy Waka Flock of Flame's wife, she decided. You heard me. Don't ask me to say that twice. Waka what? Don't ask me to say that twice. She put together a girls getaway trip and uh, they went to Jamaica. The ladies decided to go to Jamaica to get away from their men troubles. You know how we do, Shirley, our girls mm-hmm. getaway. Girl, yes. Yes, yes. I'm not Time mad for at that. One. <laughs> okay, they went to Jamaica and. Uh, the guys, Waka Flocka, he's having problems with his wife, Tammy. They're still, you know, kind of not together. She let him he's move back probation. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is on probation. Well, his wife was the one that put the trip together. So he tells the guys, hey, the ladies are on a trip to Jamaica. They decide to go crash the trip. Uh, so the fellas, hey, yeah, the fellas wrong. decide they're going to go to Jamaica. Now, young jock. He can say what he wants to say about Carly Red, but I think he sprung over her I because think so he goes, too. yeah, he goes all the way to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Mm-hmm. Who does that? Yeah. When you go to Jamaica to... after it, you sprung. Yeah, yeah. yes, exactly. You showing so passports you... for love? Yeah, you, you, yes, you, you. <laughs> yes, Junior. Keep it one hundred. So we'll see next week. We're gonna find out. We'll see the fellas show up. Kirk is even. There, he's going to show up to talk to Rashida, and she's going to tell him about her experience or her encounter with this young guy, Logan, who claims to be the baby daddy of his alleged Wait a minute. baby but drama. So we'll see what happens. Get out the country. And then he on probation? Who? Waka Flocka? He's on probation yeah. with his with his wife. wife. Oh, the real that country. Uh-huh. Yeah. That kind of yeah. probation. Yeah, allegedly <laughs> cheating on his wife and things like that. Well, Let's allegedly. move on. Well, well, Carla, let me ask you this, Carla. <laughs> yeah. Even if... If it's not Kirk's baby, does Rashida mm-hmm. still take him back, or how did, how does that work for you? What is, what is that's oh because the, he still cheated. You cheated, mean. yeah, uh-huh. yeah, mm-hmm. he still cheated. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly cheated. Yeah, they're having problems in the marriage, and uh, he, he said, said he made a mistake. He mm-hmm. said he made a mistake. He apologized to his wife, and they were having problems at the time. What I didn't like about what Kirk was saying, he was kind of basically blaming his wife Rashida. Yeah. For uh, his infidelity issues. That's what I didn't like. Well, there that was, was, there really was nobody cool. else standing there. Oh, <laughs> ride it out, Junior. Who else Don't gonna blame? justify that behavior, Junior. <laughs> I'm not justifying, but there was nobody else there to blame. <laughs> <laughs> Your fault I was out there. Yeah. So we will see. We will see what happens uh, next week. It looks pretty good. And uh, Dime and Tammy, you you know, Shirley, I love Dime. I I really like Jessica Dime. She's trying to get herself together. She has her boyfriend and her and Tammy. They apologize and squash their beef. So now, yeah, you are all caught up on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Let's move on. Here we go, you guys. Former Basketball Wives star, do you know Laura? I think her last name is Govan. Laura Govan or Govane. Yeah, Yeah, she has four children from former NBA star Gilbert Arenas. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, I remember Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Okay. Well, Laura was a guest star on the show uh, Iyanla, Fix My Life. You know the show on (laughs) Yeah, Jay. (laughs) He's so stupid. 
stupid. He's so stupid. <laughs> Laura wanted Iyanla to change her public image and, and you know, kind of break free from this bad behavior reality star image that Laura has kind of created on TV. And Laura is in the middle of a nasty custody battle with her children's father, Gilbert Arenas. And Gilbert, you know, he has the money, he has the power, it's a strong financial fight. And Laura and her parents, they feel that she may be at risk of losing her children. And so they kind of want her to just to get it together. But listen to Iyanla. She tells Laura to stop fighting Gilbert. Take a listen. I'm afraid to lose my kids. You're not going to lose your kids, baby. I know, but... No, you don't know. No, you don't know because you keep fighting to hold on to them. And like I told you yesterday, let go. You're not going to lose your kids. He don't want them. His fight is not with those kids, for those kids, about those kids. His fight is to take you down. Right there. Bring it out. Take your time. You shouldn't have with me. That's what I sound like. Hug your brother. I sounded just like me. I remember saying none of that. Hey, OJ. You sound just like me. You're not going to lose your kids. He's going to take you down. I don't remember saying that. Are y'all recording me when I sleep? Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> we gotta go. Reality update. That's it, Jay. Go ahead and hug your brother. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Doctors recommend that people get seven hours sleep at night, okay? Oh, this my is, God. According to a new study, they suggest that getting extra hours of sleep on the weekends, known as social jet lag, can lead to poor health, bad moods, and fatigue. Read that again. <laughs> Getting extra hours, they suggest that getting extra hours of sleep on the weekends, known as social jet lag, can lead to poor health, bad moods, and fatigue. I, I think that they mean not getting extra yeah. sleep. Yeah. No, they mean extra. I'm looking at it. If oh, you if you get extra much. sleep? Yeah. Oh, if you sleep too much on the weekends. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Every extra hour of sleep over your normal sleep patterns could result in an 11% increase in the risk of heart disease. Wow. Okay. So if you sleep too much, yeah. You're talking about ruining it. You can't get Uh extra sleep now? Uh Uh-huh. So this suggests that a regular sleep schedule may be an effective, relatively simple and inexpensive preventative treatment for heart disease, as well as many other heart problems, health problems. So just get your normal amount of sleep during the week, and then you won't have to get extra sleep on the The weekend. The problem with us is we travel so much, Uh we forget where we are. Uh Like, we were in New York, so you wake up in L.A. and you look at the clock, oh, I got three more hours. No, fool, you're in L.A. (laughs) Yes, you have to be at work at 3 (laughs) a.m. So that's a strain on your body, man. And and then on the other hand, it's it's very hard for us to get seven hours of sleep at night during the week. With Seven. this schedule, Seven, yeah. yeah, we we're good if we get four or five. Well, but Steve's always this. talking about sleeping, too much uh-huh. sleeping, and all that. Hey, yeah. he don't sleep. No. Well, but you, you know, I sleep, sleep, but you know, you I think to. people are you're overdoing it. You cannot sleep eight hours a day. What? You can't. It's a third of your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You cannot be asleep eight hours every day. That's one third of your entire life, man. 
you can't be asleep a third of your life and acquire anything. Mm-hmm. Not of great value. Now you can have a job if that's all you want. Then cool, mm-hmm. ain't no problem. But you can't want right. more in life and be sleep for eight hours. So this suggests that a regular sleep schedule may be an effective, relatively simple and inexpensive preventative treatment for heart disease, as well as many other heart problems, health problems. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's why I like naps. They just show up. I See, love a nap. <laughs> a nap oh, will just un- unexplained. Just mm-hmm. I'm here. Finally yeah. Nap. I'm going to mm-hmm. knock you out for like five minutes. I took one in the car minutes. yesterday. <laughs> you can take them anyway. How long Between you took a nap where, I don't know, Steve? I think 20 minutes. About 20 minutes. nap is nice. But when I woke nap. up, I didn't refresh. know where I was. Uh, yeah. That's what Jay's talking about. Especially when your, your chin is all wet. Man. <laughs> Man, oh, you been in it. That's a good nap. <laughs> hard. Hard. Jay, I slept hard. on a plane one time. Man, <laughs> I promise you. And uh, when I woke up, I was on the aisle. The white dude on the window was just staring at me. <laughs> I felt my dribble going down. Hey, man, yeah, man, the front of my shirt was drenched. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I had just he was been staring. slobbing. Yeah, man. Oh, I get man. tired. I snore. Yeah. When the white yeah. person sitting next to you said, well, somebody got a good nap. <laughs> <laughs> then you know. Then you know uh-huh. you was in it, man. <laughs> Said, said the entertainer had a partner named KB. Mm-hmm. And we was all in first class and we fell asleep. KB was snoring so loud. We was laughing so hard. This white guy next to him kept waking him up. He woke KB up the third time. KB said, wake me up again. Said, I love that See what happened. Yeah. One more time. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> They didn't move the engine. <laughs> My mama used to snore really loud. <laughs> really? My brother. My brother. Diving on. All right, we'll be back, right back after these jingles. All right, when you're short on time, sometimes you have to grab lunch on the go, like at a gas station or something like that. Uh, these days, there are plenty of healthy options at most convenience stores, mm-hmm. and 31-year-old Frank Beard is living proof of that. He's an Iowa man. He lost 80 pounds a few years back by changing his lifestyle. And last summer, he spent 30 days eating only at gas stations to prove he could get nutritious meals there. All right. Now he's traveling the country to share his story. And some people are working two jobs, long hours, non-traditional hours, Beard says. So it makes sense to eat out for a lot of people. So I wanted to show them that they could do that and still make healthy choices. Of course, some locations are better than others, but lots of gas stations offer fresh fruit, veggies, salads, and sandwiches these days. Beard says the key is making healthy choices when you're surrounded by chips, candy, and other less nutritious tempting options. Uh, so you guys, Stephen Jay, you know, you mentioned about traveling a lot. Uh, so can can, can I, you eat can healthy I tell at gas you something station? about the convenience stores at four in the, say four thirty in the morning when okay. you're coming from the club. Mm-hmm. You don't know how long them chicken wings have been there. Right. But there's no place else to get chicken wings. Uh huh. They're you healthy. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna eat them chicken wings. You, you don't care. You don't. <laughs> now the guy behind the counter's gonna lie to you. Are these fresh? Oh, they're very fresh. Oh, they look good. We just put yeah. them out today. Yeah. What? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, dog. Really, Jay? Junior, tell them. Are they, are they good them. or what, hey, man? You gonna get them chicken wings, although they're not even hot. You gonna grab them like they hot. <laughs> 
chicken wings been there since. Man, man. you don't know how long they've been there. You don't care, man. But they're good, yeah. though? Yeah, they're good. Because wow. you're hungry. Yeah, because you're hungry, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. I done that. They're Mike rubbery, but you don't give a damn. <laughs> you, made that, you made that hot dog in there for Oh, my God, that hot dog. <laughs> This is interesting because I'm always a little leery, concerned about the food. Oh, yeah. when, when you're yeah. really hungry, man. Uh-huh. When you're really you hungry, yeah. you'll, you'll, you ain't got time to be worried about how long it's mm-hmm. been here. Especially when you be on yeah. the road in small little towns and stuff like yeah. that. You got to and that's that last slice of pizza. Oh, yeah. I got to yeah, wrap that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be taking that with I'll, me. I'll be taking that with me. <laughs> My favorite <laughs> meal at a uh-huh. gas station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kid you not. What's the Was a... A cola, Jolt Cola, when uh-huh. I was out on the road. I remember Either Jolt, Jolt Cola. cola yeah, yeah. Or some type of cola and two damn moon pies. Oh, my goodness. And you could hit the road. Sugar and you could hit the, the road. You could hit the road, man. You could hit the road with that. Yeah, you could You could do some driving off of that. I'm, I'm like my girlfriend on that one. She said, mm-mm, I cannot mix my sweets. I can't, <laughs> she I can't, can't mix them. She can't eat sweets with sweets. <laughs> Uh-uh, drink a soda and then eat it. Mm-mm. Oh, she man. do it. Mm-mm. Cancel each other out. Uh-huh, they cancel. Well, back in the day, BD. BD? Before diabetic. I was... <laughs> what is that? BD. BD? What back the heck in, is BD? Back in BD. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's almost that time, Steve. Uh, it comes around once a year, usually, talking about your mentoring camp for boys. Uh, it's actually going to be next weekend. Next week it starts. Are you no, it excited? Next you ready Tuesday, for it? Actually. Next Tuesday, yeah. Next you ready Tuesday for through it? next weekend. I'm bringing them down into the, uh, down just below Makeup. I had to get another camp this year. My other one had a couple of situations in it. I went on and got another camp uh, so I could service some more boys in some other areas. 250 boys will be getting off the bus on Tuesday with wow, their mothers. Steve. Uh, except for the junior counselors, they come along. The moms will be here. We got great programs lined up for the moms, but we're going to take them boys and we're going to shape them. We're going to redesign their thinking. We're going to put something else in their head. We're going to teach them a lot about discipline. We're mm-hmm. going to teach them about manhood, and we're going to teach them about dreaming. God is a huge part of manhood. It's a lot simpler if you include God. But we talk to these boys. We spend all the time with them. I come in that evening, man. And I'm there the whole time. It's not a camp where I show up mm-hmm. at the end or something or greet them and then I'm gone. No, you're there the whole I'm time. I'm at the camp the whole time. I, I have a question, Steve. Yes, sir. Have a question. How different is uh, your mentoring now from when you when you very first started your boys camp? I mean, what are you doing well, different? Well, um, it's evolved until we have a much stronger after Mm-hmm. aftercare program. The follow-up program is outstanding, headed up by Frank Harlem. Uh, we have more uh, events for the boys after the camp is over. Mm-hmm. Then we go to games, we socialize, we have meetings. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we, we keep up with the boys. I seen the boys up there at one time at the office. They was up there cleaning up, man. They working together. Right. Oh, you know? yeah. So we keep, we keep in contact with them. And the aftercare program is much better. And then our facilities we use are stronger. And then there's oh, a lot great. more to do. And we have more counseling available. Mm-hmm. And we have more uh, courses and stuff for the moms to take and get into. I, I love the success stories. The the guys that come that are hardcore, they're not going to do anything oh, you'd man. say to them. And then by the time they leave, 
you know, they're all humble and, you know, just excellent kids after that. You know, it's yeah. something about what you guys do at the camp that can change their lives for real. It is because I had to come to the conclusion. We have an, an educational component, but every child is not going to college. Every child don't even want to go to college. Mm-hmm. It's some guys that want to go to the military, girls that want to go to the military. It's people that want to start working. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, we have it for everybody. But the one thing we are consistent, no matter which route in life you want to take, we want you to be the best citizen, the best man, the best father, the best husband that you can be. We're trying to make great citizens, and we are. We're changing boys' lives. What if you can help us, it'll be great. Uh, text this number on your text button. Press the where the line says two. I want you to type in 91999. 91999, then text Steve and press send, and then they'll tell you what to do. You mean well, what the location? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? What made you change the location from the ranch? Well, the because when I do when I fly boys in and I use local boys, I was using a lot of local Texas boys. And so I decided to as I'm gonna fly uh a hundred of them in, and I'm gonna use a hundred from the area, then I moved it over to Atlanta. Gotcha. So we could get some Georgia boys in it. Sometimes we get them from North Carolina. Sometimes they drive from Florida. You know, but it's get just more access to Mix different boys, so it's not the same pool. That's all it was. Did it? Mm-hmm. Amen. That right yeah. there. And uh, also next weekend is Father's Day weekend. I'm always there on Father's yes. Day because Father's Day is a a pretty usually a pretty cold day for these kids. But uh, that don't have fathers in their lives, yeah. right? Can I sign and, up for mm-hmm. it? My daddy was not there, and I'd love to hang out. And well, that's what it is. It's what they provide role mm-hmm. models for boys, yeah. yeah. And no, any no, I man wanna be, be a role I wanna, model. You could, I don't want to be a, no role model, I want to hang out and fish and swim and ride horses. <laughs> I don't want to be a role model. Oh, you want to be mentored, you want to be mentored, yeah. You just stay your big ass at the hug. Right. Hug your brother. Go hug your brother. Hug your brother. That's hard. Really? Dr. Steve Perry going to be there? He's there every year, man. Solid brother. The cues come out for me. Big numbers. Mm -hmm. Big Blue and Big Ricky Lewis head up that program with the bros. A lot of Kappas come for me, too. A lot of Alphas. You know. My husband will be there. That's nice. Ernesto will be there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's yep. really cool. And they talk to them yeah. about their jobs and their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody ain't finna be a rapper. Let's stop this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So it's just really, really interesting, man. It's great, it's great It's good program. work, man. You're doing good. Also, it's Father's Day weekend next weekend. And uh, I want to offer uh, some money-saving things. Uh, I've got a new soap line that's in Walmart called Built. Built mm-hmm. Soap for Men. Mm-hmm. B-I-L-T. It comes in some fragrances that I created from my travels of love of beaches uh, and stuff like that. And the outdoor boy, I'm a country boy. So, and I also came up with some old Havana fragrances for the cigar dudes out there. It don't smell like cigars, but it has, you know, a, for God, more of manly names and manly fragrances. I got uh, Grand Havana, the Havana Bay out there. And then I got another beautiful fragrance called Prohibition. We all oh, know what no, that was about. Man. You know, if you're a Scott Bourbon dude, yeah. you know, have like a little cognac, little nice cocktail Speakies. every now and then, you know. 
We got some soaps in there to remind you of that with the color. I got African soap, which is black, beautiful fragrance, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And I created that, man. So you all go to Walmart and get your man some built soaps so he don't have to, you know, use stuff that don't sound like it's for men. All right. <laughs> like a dove. <laughs> hey, I didn't say that. <laughs> for more information, go to HarveyFoundation.com. HarveyFoundation.com. <laughs> Which guys can use Dove. I'm just saying, it just don't sound like I should put it out. <laughs> Take us home, Steve. All right, go home. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have a great weekend, y'all. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org ourblood to make an appointment now. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.